ticket. Everybody, the wait is over. The Chosen Season 3 begins in theaters November 18th. Again, The Chosen Season 3 begins in theaters November 18th. I'm so excited. I know you are as well. The theme of Season 3 is Come to Me, All Who Are Weary and Heavy Burdened, and I Will Give You Rest, Matthew 11:28. This season, our most consequential and emotional chapter yet, picks up right where Season 2 left off, but turns up the heat. Jesus delivers the most famous sermon in history, and what follows are the consequences of living out his teachings. The honeymoon is over. Both followers and enemies of Jesus multiply, stirring new troubles, tensions, and tough questions, many of which you've no doubt asked yourself. But in the midst of upheaval, Jesus gives rest. How awesome is that reminder? Episode 1 and 2 will begin in theaters starting November 18th, and episodes will start releasing for free in The Chosen app before Christmas. For more information, visit thechosentickets.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Thank you for joining me today. These are exciting times, my friends. Fall is in the air. I'm wearing a flannel shirt right now because the weather has turned cold today in Nashville. It actually feels really good. I hope you're doing well wherever you're at. I'll tell you what, I am busy, busy, busy right now. We are getting ready. We're only days away from the beginning of... A small tour we're doing, 11 cities only in the month of November, an evening at the Story House. We're bringing the Story House to you, blue couches and all, my friends. And that's not all. I'm bringing Katie Nicole, who currently has the number one song in the country. It's so exciting. God is in the story. Of course, you know her uh, first hit, In Jesus' Name. Uh, She's on fire, and it's really cool to be able to have her join me on these dates. So um, go to matthewwest.com slash tour to find out where we're going to be. I know a couple of the shows have sold out already, so there's only limited um, dates that you can come and see us, all right? 11 cities, an evening at the Story House is the first thing I want to make sure you know about. Then right after that, we're doing um, some Christmas events. And uh, guys, speaking of Christmas, get ready for Friday. I hope it's not too soon for you to hear Christmas music. But I got a brand new song coming your way on Friday. Let's go. Can't wait for you to hear it. And then uh, come home for Christmas. I've got uh, so far, I think about 300 friends from around the country coming to join us in Nashville for a special weekend of festivities. You can find out about that at MatthewWest.com as well. So lots of good stuff going on, but I can't wait for you to hear a new Christmas song. Can't wait. Can't wait cliffhanger right there. That's what that is. Hey, today's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a little bit different. My friend Ann Wilson, who's been a guest on the podcast before, uh, singer of My Jesus, she has a brand new book that just came out, like hot off the presses. It's called My Jesus, From Heartache to Hope, and it shares her testimony, her story of what God's done in her life and her family. Uh, She's lived a lot of life, even though she's 20 years old and has a really powerful story. And so I had the opportunity to host a live signing on the night of her book release. And we had such a good conversation. I thought, I want this conversation to be heard by my podcast audience. And so my guest today is singer of the song, My Jesus. She just won the Dove Award for Best New Artist. 
she won the Dove Award. We won together, actually, the for Pop Contemporary Song of the Year with My Jesus. She's the K-Love Female Artist of the Year. She just got nominated for an American Music Award for Best Inspirational Artist, along with yours truly. How cool is that? So we're just a couple of nominees chatting it up here today. Again, she's got a brand new book that you can get. It's climbing the charts on Amazon right now, actually, and it's pretty incredible to see the way that her story is connecting with people. So without further ado, let's go to the Story House for a special celebratory conversation about her new book, about her story. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Story House with Ann Wilson. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. Hey, um, my name is Matthew West, and I'm here with... Ann Wilson. Ann Wilson, and it's a special <laughs> night. My hand is hurting right now because, <laughs> you know why? Because this book is hot off the presses. I, I practiced that line. I thought it was going to be better. <laughs> was, that was a terrible opening line. But tonight, we are celebrating the yes. release of a brand new book. If you know of Ann Wilson, most likely... You know of her first from her singing voice and her mm. music, right? So sweet. Recording yeah. artist, Ann Wilson, but you've yes. released a book. I know. There's no music in this book. I know. It's so exciting. But it is a powerful story. I'm so excited. And are you, are you fired up right now? I'm so excited. This has been a long journey. So to have these books fresh in my hand is it's crazy. so exciting. Yeah. And we're going to talk all about up. that. We're going to yes. hear your story. I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to hear why the book. We're going to hear what your life has been like this past year. Yeah. And while you guys tune in, which, by the way, we are live yes. right now all around the world oh, on amazing. every major television network. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> are you nervous now? I'm so nervous. Seriously, CBS <laughs> and all of them, right? They're going live. They're interrupting sporting events. 100%. Just so everything. the world can hear <laughs> about Ann Wilson's new book. Uh, how about we start with a gift? A okay. celebratory gift. Would you like that? Yes. So you're going to be signing these books. Okay. But before you get to officially signing, people have the chance to go to premiercollectibles.com yeah. slash myjesus. That's premiercollectibles.com slash what? Myjesus. And you can get a copy, one of these very copies that Anne's going to be autographing. But first, yes. let's start with the celebratory gift. Okay. Is this the one I show you ever first? In honor of the release of your brand Aww, new book. this is precious. The team chipped in and got you a little something. It's a Jelly of the Month <gasps> Club. <gasps> Munchkins! My face! Oh my gosh! How many of <laughs> So many Munchkins. That's the gift that keeps oh, on giving, Oh my gosh. Clark. Can you guys see this? Show Wait, I gotta people. show this. Show the people. Look how many munchkins. Now, selfishly, oh. I have not had dinner, so I did get them so I could have one as well. So let's start tonight's filming by eating a I munchkin. I can't wait. Okay. You can have one too if you want. Are they going to be able to hear us chomping? It's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I got a pumpkin one <laughs> that is so seasonal. Chocolate. Now, so good. Tell everybody. <laughs> this is a horrible idea because it's kind of dry. Here. <laughs> Was there anything else in that bag? No? No. Okay. So we'll give you another gift later, okay? That's a good way to start our time mm -hmm. together, right? Mm -hmm. Although everybody watching is probably hungry right now. I know. Tell everybody, things. though, why, why that gift means so much to you. Well, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Dunkin'. Dunkin' I Donuts. I love for Dunkin' Donuts. And 
I feel like it's been blessed by God, like the coffee, the donuts, the everything, you know, the packaging, it's super cute, vibey. So I just love Duncan and I'm obsessed with it. And it, I've been obsessed like my whole life, pretty much. There you go. And when I first met Ann Wilson, we were writing songs together. Mm-hmm. And early on, I learned that Ann has a special drink from Dunkin' Donuts that she likes. And if she doesn't get it, we don't write a good song that day. No, we really don't. Thankfully, you had it on the day that we wrote My Jesus. Yes. Right? And you got it for me. That was so sweet. Remember? What's you your drink for? Me. What's your favorite drink? A vanilla iced coffee with almond milk. Is that it? That's simple. Yeah. Large vanilla iced coffee with almond milk. Okay. Yeah. I thought there were more syllables to it. <laughs> so there you go. So we're starting off this special live signing tonight in the most celebratory way we could think of, which was to partake. Duncan, that's some, so sweet. Thank so you. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Now, I'm going to take some time to brag on you, and you're going to just so have to, like, I know that's going to make you uncomfortable, but the people need to know what a crazy and amazing year you've had. Mm. Then I'm going to start with most recent history. While you guys are watching right now, uh, they're all going to premiercollectibles.com slash myjesus. Yes. They're picking up a copy of your book. <laughs> I'm supposed to remind you to sign one, too. Okay. But – you, the person signing this new book here, it's not just Ann Wilson signing this book. It's Dove Award winner, new artist You're of so the sweet. year, newly awarded. This was last, was this last week? Yeah, a week ago today. You won new right? artist of the yeah. year at the GMA Dove Awards. I'm so grateful. What was that like? That was amazing. Yeah? I remember, um, well, first of all, I grew up watching the Dove Awards, and then I went in 2019 kind of went just like as a fan to watch and I was just you know it was amazing and then when I found out I was nominated remember you called me and you told me that I was nominated for six awards that was so surreal but honestly I did not think I was gonna win so it just felt like such a moment of God's faithfulness in that room when I just was sitting there and just seeing all the other artists that were nominated and their talent and everything it it just felt like such a moment of God's faithfulness and it was very surreal oh I was terrified do you get nervous when you get on stage to sing because you don't do. look nervous at all. I've got some of our team off camera. Do you guys think she looks nervous when she's singing? No, everybody's saying no. Wow. You, you seem cool, calm, and collected. I think it's a good, like a healthy nervousness. Do you, healthy don't nervous? you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's like a you But I'll be like, want to do your best I'll be like for sweating God. like Chris Farley. Be like, <laughs> I'm not nervous and I'm doing this, you know, but you just look like. like well, that's really sweet, but. <laughs> I feel like it's like a healthy nervousness of life. Yeah. I want to do my best for the Lord yes. and his glory. And I'm also, you know, wanting to be, give my best out to encourage all the people at every yeah. show. So it's like a mix emotions. But yeah. most of the time, I'm not like super, super nervous. But when I do like double words, I was so nervous. Well, you, it was sang, a big deal. you sang my Jesus. Yes. You and then, also, what a beautiful name. Yeah. So yeah, the worship, the worship song, what a beautiful name, which tonight yeah. we're going to talk about the significance of that song. We'll do that in a few minutes, but you were joined by Brooke. I always Lidgert say her Wood. last name, right? Lidgert Wood. Lidgert Wood. That just falls right off the tongue. <laughs> but she came and sang cause she's the original vocalist on what a beautiful yes, name. By her song. Yeah. So you, you kind of melded the two songs. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And then, Yes. What a beautiful name it is. And the whole so crowd sweet. stood up and it worshiped. It was amazing. So that was pretty cool, right? It was amazing. And it's been a crazy year for you. I'm going to continue to brag on you because you also won a K-Love Fan Award for mm-hmm. Female Vocalist Artist. of the yeah. Year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Female Artist of the Year. Yeah. Did you win other? I thought you won one more there too. Um, Holy Breakout I Artist did. of the Year, New Artist of the Year. 
Breakout single of the year. Yeah, all the breakout ones. And then you're nominated for an American Music Award, which takes place November twentieth. Yeah, this is insane. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. Did you want so to be a singer ever since you were a little baby? I wanted to be an astronaut. You wanted to be an astronaut. And work for NASA. You have landed uh, <laughs> a galaxy away from that. See what I did there? I knew you're trying to come up with something. Um, okay, so you wanted to be an astronaut. What started your love for? Uh, I almost said astronomy. Is that right? Astrology? Yeah, astrology. <laughs> we don't welcome astrology. <laughs> what astronomy? Where, where astrology did your love... is the study of like stars, like star yes. signs. Well, yeah, you know not I mean? that. that's different. <laughs> what started your love of uh, astronautism? <laughs> well, I guess I just, when I was a little girl, was just fascinated with with space. Like my mom told me that when I was really little, I would always just like my eyes, like in the car, wherever we were going, I would just be fixed on space. And like just staring off into the sky? Just staring. And I would just be fascinated with it. And then like, you know, as I was growing up and learning about planets and stuff, I just was, I just thought it was so cool. But then when I was in seventh grade and I accepted Jesus into my heart and I became a Christian, that's really when I just fell in love with his creation and I fell in love with Jesus and I wanted to um, just explore more of his creation. So, mm. and then I took a, a astronomy class that year and just kept getting more fascinated with it. And then I actually was like, naturally gifted at math and science and i was awful really? at english and writing and history which is really crazy that i have a now here now. you are writing a book <laughs> and writing songs it's crazy it's like the opposite of what i was naturally gifted at so but, could you do like like a complicated like if i gave you a complicated math problem like a hundred divided by five <laughs> could you do that yeah what would that? What's the answer? Because I'd have to write that 20. down. Twenty. Twenty. Yes. Did you fact checkers? Is that correct? You nailed it. <laughs> she didn't even have to Google that. And now that's not a reason to go to premiercollectibles.com/slash/mychesus. I don't know what is. This girl is a genius. You're like that movie, A Beautiful Mind. This is amazing. Now you mentioned your mom, Lynn Wilson, right? She's watching right now. <gasps> She loves you, Matthew. She loves, she loves you probably loves more you. than she loves me. That's not. I was true. like, Mom, we're going live, and when she found out you were on here, she was coming on. Okay, to watch. and your dad, Kent Wilson, we got to give yes, him a shout he's out. Does on he love here me too. too? He loves you so much. Okay, good. I will say, I've seen when you call him. Can I tell this? <laughs> Go ahead. When, whenever you call your dad, do you know mm -hmm. what name comes up on his phone? Oh yes. Jacob Wilson. It no. was my yes, it is Princess Anne. Oh, when I call on your him, caller yes, ID. yes, yes. That's so sweet, Princess Anne. My mom calls me Princess. They call me Princess Anne, and they call my sister Queen Elizabeth. Yes, I don't know how she's the queen. I guess it's because she's older, but I get the princess title. Well, take a moment as you're signing these books to say something to your parents because they've had a huge hand in this, <clears> and they're in your corner believing in you. They they're celebrating this book release yeah. as much as you are today. So yeah. what would you want to say to your family tonight? I want to just thank you guys for being such an incredible family. Um, this book would not be here without you guys and your support and just the way that you all loved me through every moment of my life. And um, honestly, this book was really fun to write because my parents and my sister got to be involved in it. Yeah, Me and the writer of the book, we both wrote the book together, but we were able to sit down and kind of interview each of our family members to get the most out of just the stories, you know, there's memories that I didn't remember about my brother that my sister did and same with my parents. And so, um, you guys are amazing and I'm so grateful for your all support and 
yeah, honestly, this, this book is, um, I don't even really view it as a, as a book. Like I view it as just my life and memories that I'll have forever that I can share with my kids someday. And, you know, there's things that I'm going to forget as I get older, but now I have a book to hold all that in there. Oh yeah. It's just a gift. Well, I always talk about the power of our stories and for you to actually have your story in story form in a chapter by chapter book, you've been telling your story through your music up until now. Mm, And now you're getting the chance to unpack that story on a deeper level. We're going to talk about what's in this book um, but I, I have to start just by saying your family's amazing. Thank and you. I love they your love family you. and their story is for your family to be willing to share the entire story, knowing that it's going to bring glory to God is a really special thing. So Thank shout you. out to mom and dad and Elizabeth yes. out there. Congratulations. Tonight yes. is a special night for the whole Wilson family. Absolutely. We're going to get to more book stuff, um, but I want to ask you, uh, we're also going to be answering questions from people who have already purchased the book at premiercollectibles.com slash. My Jesus. Very good. So I want to get to some of those questions as well. And I'm going to ask a music related one before we get to okay. some more of the book stuff. And I want you to show everybody your signature. Let's All right, see. Hold on. Let me hold let me one up. I want to make sure you're not. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. What do you want to make sure? I just of? want to see what okay. your signature looks like here so everybody can see. So when they get their copy, they'll know, wait, I didn't get like some kind of, okay. She's too see lazy that? to finish her last name. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. So she's really signing them guys. I am. This is exciting. Okay. So you want um, to share with them what you said before we started this? About what? About my last name. What did I say about your last name? With the Kentucky thing. You got to tell them. About Kentucky? Yeah. Uh, was, oh, shit. Wait, what did I say? It was uh, something like, um, if you're from Kentucky or something, you can't finish your last name. I did not. I would never make a joke about spelling in Kentucky in the same. I would never do that. Especially oh. since you answered that very difficult math problem. Exactly. Uh, here's a question from Christina from Louisiana. She wants to know who are your musical influences? So maybe this is a fitting question since we're talking about you being from yes. Kentucky. I love Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton. Come on. Those are two of my favorite, like just kind of sound wise, love. I love Johnny Cash's lyrics to his songs. Mm. They're so deep. But I'm not just saying this, but I really do love your music and i grew up listening to your songs you what so i feel like there's a lot of christian music artists that have really influenced me you grew grew Um, up on christian music music. i grew up on country music with my brother and then my parents always would play christian music in the car Mm. and i just like i really just fell in love with songs on christian radio and you were a huge part of that casting crowns for king country lauren daigle was one of my favorites when i was younger yeah so now just a lot of you're on tour with casting crowns right yeah, now which actually. is super surreal and um a bunch of shows be here bef- between now and the end of the year yeah might as well make left. sure people know about that if you yes. want to see Anne and you also come out for sure she's out with casting crowns and kane yep till december yep and then you're going to be with phil wickham in phil california wickham. yes four have shows. you ever been to california yes being from you have okay <laughs> i have and it's beautiful <laughs> This October, walk with your kids through God's Word with Talk About, the family discipleship subscription from Awana. Through the current Talk About series, Call on Him, you and your kids will study the scriptures to learn how to call on God through prayer anytime and about anything. 
Together, you're going to ask and answer three big questions about prayer. What is prayer? How should I pray? And what should I pray about? With your monthly subscription to talk about, you'll receive an email each week with your family discipleship bundle, including a simple yet thorough conversation guide to share scripture with your family, weekly hands-on activities to apply God's word to your kids' everyday life, bonus materials, including coloring pages, memory verses, parent prep videos, playlists, and more. Help your kid walk with Jesus for life and turn to him in all situations today with Talk About. Try one free month with promo code WEST on talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Again, that's promo code WEST on talkaboutdiscipleship.com. So I'm getting my hair cut the other day, same barber, same barber shop, every few weeks. And uh, my buddy who's cutting my hair tells me he's buying a house. I said, oh, how excited you must be. And he's like, yeah, it's actually really intimidating, though. There's a lot going on, a lot of details. You feel like you're in over your head. Did you get the right lender? Did you get the best rate you can get? The guy chimes in next to us. He was trying to get a house, and everything fell through because uh, they didn't have the right people around him. And uh, so the whole conversation in the barbershop that day was about the crazy real estate market, spiking interest rates, housing prices, all the things. And I don't know about you, but those kinds of things can be overwhelming because it feels like I'm out of my league. And that's why it's important to have a partner like United Faith Mortgage working with you. They bring some really unique advantages to the table. And if you're in the market, if you're looking for a house or looking to refinance, they provide direct lender advantage. What is that advantage? Well, they use their own money and make their own decisions within their own walls, right? So there's no middleman. And for you, that can often allow them to move faster and get you a better rate. And when you're buying a house right now, you got to move fast and you want to get the best rate possible. This can save you monthly and lifelong money. Number two is faith and family is at their core and they don't hide it. It's why they chose to be such a close partner with the Matthew West podcast. They're great at mortgages and helping uh, listeners save money first, but they're proud to be who they are at their core at the same time. And this is a really cool part. They've got a small team, which means you're going to get special care. United Faith Mortgage is run by a father and son, John and Ryan. John's wife, Denise, or sister-in-law, Barbara, they answer almost every call. So it's like you're talking and working with family. They're smaller, family-run team of a couple dozen people, and this allows them to be very one-on-one with each listener. So they've got a special offer for Matthew West Podcast listeners. They're going to pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases and up to $500 of your appraisal fees on all refinances. You can start online. You can call anytime. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. Supporters of the Matthew West Podcast, go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. They'll take good care of you. Vinny from New Jersey. That that can't be right. I That's like that. so textbook. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny from Jersey. It actually says he's from M A H W A Mawa. Oh, awesome. Mawa New Jersey. That sounds. I've never made heard up. of that. Somebody made up this <laughs> character. Vinny, are you for real, dude? Uh, Vinny wants to know. Hello, Anne. Thanks for sharing your musical gift and inspirational enthusiasm. Do you still have any interest in space exploration, either as a hobby or as a recreational or like reading and stuff? Do you plan to go into space with Jeff Bezos from Amazon (laughs) at some point? That would be amazing. You still want to do that? Yeah. Actually, I was just talking to my my band about this on tour the other day, that if an opportunity came up, let's say years from now, that I could go to space 
and like buy a ticket to go to space and come back, 100% would you do would? it. You would? 100%. Not, not me. You wouldn't? Heck no. Just, but like, what if you knew for sure you're coming back? Like, it's just a quick trip. You wouldn't want to go see it. I, I just, I don't. I went skydiving once, and that was high enough. Oh, that's one of my things on my bucket list. It I want to go skydiving so bad. Well, I've I've nice done it for you, so you don't have okay. to. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Uh, who would you like to collaborate with? Marcy from Martin, Georgia, wants to know. Vinny, thanks for your question. By the way, I bet you're real. I was just giving yes. you a hard time. Sorry about that, Vinny. Sorry, Vinny. <laughs> Forget about it, as you might say in New Jersey. <laughs> But Marcy wants to know, who would you like to collaborate with? Would it be Dolly? Would it be um, – uh, Dolly Parton would be – yeah, that would be amazing. But yeah. I also love country music, and I love Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. So I would die. Favorite Morgan Wallen song? Sand in My Boots. Sand in My Boots? I thought you were going to mm-hmm. say Don't Think Jesus. Well, that one's a good one. That's a good All one. of them are it's literally incredible songs. So, But you really like Jesus songs best. I do. I like Jesus songs best. <laughs> Uh, you have one album out. Yes. It's called My Jesus. Yep. And that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came Free to writing. Nashville. How old were you when you first came to Nashville to start writing songs? I had just turned 17. 17. Yeah. And Junior now, in high school. A lot of this story, really all of this story of how your music career came to be mm-hmm. and your ministry is in this book as well. Are you yeah. getting tired of signing? No. You're oh, doing a good job. I've like, signed 7,000 CDs before, so this is nothing. This is awesome. You heard that, guys? She just issued a challenge. So that means we need to sell 7,001 books (laughs) to go for the Guinness record. Which, by the way, Ann Wilson's been up since 5 a.m. doing interviews. You were on the 700 Club. I was on the 700 Club this morning, which was awesome. And you've just done a ton of stuff today. Yeah, it's been a good day, though. So we're finishing and we're hanging. It's like no pressure. No pressure. And people are going and they're ordering the book right now. How cool is that? This is awesome. This is so fun. I love it. I've got another gift I'm going to give you. But first, can we start talking about the book a little bit? Absolutely. Um, So you wanted to be an astronaut. You still would go into space if given the chance. 100%. Did you ever want to go to the space camp thing that they used to have? I did. I never got to go, but I always wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah, That would have been awesome. I was actually kind of planning on it before my life forever changed, but was definitely very interested in that. Yeah. 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 You have an amazing family. You grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You're 20 years old now, mm-hmm. right? Crazy. You don't tell people that very often. I feel like I do a little bit more now. I feel like everybody watching, raise your hand if you're surprised to hear that she's 20, wherever you're watching from. Are you surprised? See how many hands went up? <laughs> Can't see, but it's thousands. Can't see, but I bet they're I bet all surprised some. because yes. like, when I think of 20 years old, I don't know <clears throat> that I think of as mature and composed. That's really sweet. I think God just does things with certain people. And I feel like I wouldn't be this mature and wouldn't be who I am without the tragedy that I went through, which is I lost my brother in 2017 and he died in a car accident. And so a big part of who I am today is because I lost Jacob and what God did in my life and just the calling he placed on my life. I kind of had to grow up quick, you know? So it's, I feel like I'm so much older than 20 because I've lived so much life in these short five years since losing him. But it's well in a, said. a good way. Let's talk about that. Like, and I know that's not easy to talk about, and yet <clears throat> you're willing to tell this part of your story in the form of a book through mm. the songs on your record when you go on tour. Yeah. You've made a decision that you're gonna allow God to use even what I call like the broken chapters. Mm. And I think every one of our stories is gonna be touched by some good, some bad, some broken. 
mm-hmm. we're going to be sometimes we get handed chapters of our story that we wish mm-hmm. were not in the book. Yeah. And I know this book has chapters like that. Yeah, absolutely. Specifically June 7th. Yeah. Can you talk about why June 7th is a date that um, will always be deeply meaningful for you and your mom and dad and sister? Yeah. So June 7th was the day that my brother passed away in a car accident. It was just turned midnight on June 7th and we were all in deep sleep. He didn't live with us at the time. So we didn't, we weren't expecting him to come home. And it was about three 30 in the morning and my sister comes running in the room and she asks me if, if I would just go downstairs and check and see what's going on. My sister is legally blind without her contact sense. She cannot see anything unless it's like right here. So she mm-hmm. couldn't see what was going on, but she heard people downstairs. And so I run down the stairs, you know, freaking out. And I thought maybe something had happened or someone had gotten in trouble. I just didn't know maybe someone had broken in the house, whatever. So then that's when I see policemen standing in front of my front door. And um, I just immediately felt this just sick feeling all over. And I just knew something was wrong. But the worst sight I think I've ever seen in my whole life was when I saw my parents. Um, My mom was screaming and crying and pulling her hair. And my dad was crying and I was 15 and I had never seen my dad cry one time in my whole life. He had never like ever cried in front of me. Even my mom said she, he had never cried in private to her over anything. And my dad just is really strong and held the emotions in. And so I just knew, like I bypassed my mom cause she was in such despair. But then I went to my dad and I just, I just said, dad, is he dead? And he looked back up and was crying and he just said, yeah, Ian, he's dead. And I just remember like this hopeless feeling just, I still can't even like believe that he's really gone. Like it still feels very surreal that he's not with me anymore, but it just felt so hopeless. And that was kind of that moment. And the book goes into detail, but the moment that I just knew I had a decision right then and there, like in that moment, was I going to trust God or was I going to completely resent him and do this whole thing by myself? And I mean, you have a choice to make in your own life too, you know, in those moments. So I chose to trust God and Honestly, I believe that yes in that moment is a huge part of what he's doing now and why he's done so much with my life is because I was willing to say yes. And that's not to say, look at me, but to say, you need to do that for those watching that are going through something hard and traumatic and walking through a tragedy. There's blessing on the other side of trusting God. Mm-hmm. And so it's about making that decision and saying yes to him. And there's he's going to bless you for that. One of the things I notice in getting to know your family and, and hearing from your parents and from you, and the different sides of the story of how you each uh, navigated the path through this tragedy, like, and throughout the book, I can see how like you guys were strong for each other. Mm-hmm. And your parents talked about, have told me even just how you, even at a young age, like there were times where one family member's leaning on another one, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that like, like walking through the days after with your mom and your dad and seeing them grieve? Like you said, like seeing them obviously grieve. This is the moment no parent ever wants to experience. But Mm. what was it inside of you that like gave you the strength to be strong even for your family on the days Mm -hmm. that they needed you to be strong? And then there were days where they'd be strong for you, but – where did that it, it come was a, from? Was it your faith? It was a weird thing because I guess I've always kind of been like a, a mother type. Like I like to take control and like, I like to like be in control of like all my surroundings. I'm that way I've too. always been that way. I'm very independent. And so up until that point in my life, I'd kind of always been that way, but I'd never really had to be strong for my family for any particular reason. Like 
you know, our life was great. God blessed us. We were, we had a roof on top of our head. We had food on our table. Like we, everything in our life up until that moment was great. You know, we all knew Jesus and I, we all had close relationships with him. And so up until that point, I really didn't need to be strong. But then when Jacob died, I just felt like I had to be the strength for my family, which took a toll on me because when you suppress all of that grief and emotions, it's going to come back to bite you later on, which it did. But I think we were just able to really be there for each other through God. So anytime like my sister was having a breakdown or my mom or dad was, I'd be there for them or vice versa. But like, we were just able to like rely so much on the Lord. And what was beautiful is that God would give us what we needed through each other every single time, you know, yeah, never let us down. How have you dealt with that? Like you talk about like suppressing that and just kind of being strong through seasons. Sometimes like we don't equate vulnerability with strength. But like what you're actually doing and telling that story, even what you just said yeah. is really vulnerable to mm-hmm. say like, hey, even suppressing stuff will come back to bite you. And it oh, did. It's awful. How have you dealt with that? Like to find emotional really, and spiritual health? I really didn't deal with it until last fall of 2021. You know, my Jesus went number one. It was amazing. Life was great. Things were so much success. But then it was like, I hit a moment where I realized I can't keep doing this. I haven't even grieved my brother. I can't go on stage and tell people about Jacob when I haven't grieved him. So I went through counseling and my counselor, which is one of my best friends. I love her so much. We walked through the grief cycle and you can look it up online. It basically Mm. walks through all the stages of grief and it was really, really hard, but I faced the loss of Jacob. And also I will say what was so cool about this is I was writing this book at the same time as I was going through counseling and writing this book was the most healing thing I think I've ever done in my whole life because I had to face it. I had to go and dig memories out about my brother. I had to go through Jacob's, like we had to go through his text messages and his phone, you know, every little thing that like was part of Jacob, who Jacob was and going through his little notes in his room and everything like that was so painful, but it actually brought so much healing Wow! and um, was able to just kind of remind me of what God's doing through the tragedy. And so it was just, I felt like that was kind of the first moment I faced it was last fall, which was just a year ago. So I mean, four years of not dealing with it, suppressing things, getting distracted, you know, I was writing songs and having success and it was fun and great. But then it got too much to bear. Well, the you crazy know? thing is for so many people in, in our lives, four years, can, you can blink and four years can be 14. Yeah. And 14 can Very become true. 40 where you haven't dealt, right? Yeah. Like if you don't deal, you don't heal. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like an evangelist thing, but that's the truth, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it is mm-hmm. in, in yeah. our lives. And so for you to be realizing that even at such a young age, and I have to tell you, like as people are watching this right now, like I know – that there's a, a high probability that if you're watching this, um, and since Anne's the math expert, she would tell me the exact probability, but <laughs> like all of our lives are touched by grief. And yeah. there's a chance that you, you're watching this right now and you can nod your head and say, I've lost somebody, maybe even recently, somebody that I love dearly and I'm aching and I'm still having really bad days. Like bad days still come, don't they? Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's yeah. not just about like some quick fix. Oh, I went through the grief cycle. I met yeah. with the counselor one time. Yeah. Now I never have a bad day. No, you know, grief is like a wave. It comes and it goes and it, you just deal with it when it comes. And I think one of the most incredible reminders is um, 
I always remind myself that God didn't make us for this fallen world. He actually made us for the garden in the beginning of time when everything was perfect and there was no sin and there was no brokenness. And so we're actually not meant to have to go through this. We're not made to have to go through this, but I so believe, and I've seen it in my life that God gives you all that you need to get through. And so um, when those waves of grief come, you just give it to God and he's going to get you through it, Mm -hmm. you know? And, but that's just part of what we have to carry on. That's real life. That's truth. Yeah. And, and when you share your story of grief, like I guarantee you somebody out there is being ministered to right now. And Mm -hmm. I can't encourage you guys enough in all seriousness, like we're pushing you to, to uh, go check this book out. Um, Not because we want to sell a book. The Anne didn't write a book because she wanted to sell a book. Yeah. She wrote a book because she wanted God to shine brightly through the cracks Mm. in the story. Yeah. And for somebody out there who's dealing with grief to begin to say, okay, I'm not going to push this down. I'm going to deal. And so in reading somebody else's honest story, it can help each one of us get in touch with our own. Right. And so I can't encourage you guys enough, or maybe, you know, somebody who's battling and just dealing with some extreme Mm. pain or grief or loss in their life. This is not just a book about grief, but Mm. speaking specifically to those broken chapters called grief and loss in our lives. This book speaks directly to that and will help remind us just like the title of the book, where our hope is found in Mm. our Jesus. So at premiercollectibles.com slash my Jesus is where you can get one of the copies that she's autographing. And speaking of that, um, Lacey from Cave City, Arkansas said, Hey, Ann, your story, God's work in you is such an inspiration. I lost my mother, my Mm. last earthly parent four months ago, and your music has been so healing. What is something about your grief journey that has taken you by surprise or a piece of advice that you might have for others going through their first year of grief? Keep up the great work. You're such a light. God bless. That's really sweet. So that's from Lacey. How cool is that? First of all, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's so hard. And um, again, we weren't made to go through loss. So there's such a part of us that we don't know even how to deal with it. But I'm so sorry that you're having to go through this because that's just so painful. And I'll say the first year is the worst year. The pain is so deep and so wide. And it, every day just felt miserable. Um, I don't remember one moment of joy that first year. I don't remember one moment of happiness. But I do remember peace. And I do remember God being so faithful. And little by little, I started to see my joy coming back and my happiness coming back and moments of uh, gratitude coming back. And I'd say to get through the first year, you've got to fix your eyes on Jesus because that's the only way you're going to get through. I really believe that I would not have survived the loss of my brother without Jesus. I don't think I would have been able to do it, get through it. I feel like something would have happened where I would have ended my life or something to be completely vulnerable because of how painful it was. You've just got to rely on God during this time and he's going to give you all that you need. Like I said earlier, when you choose to trust God and when you choose to worship him through your pain, he's going to bless you for that. And so really, that's all I can say is just trust God. And I know that seems like cliche and people say that, but like it's genuine. Like when you trust God, when you choose to trust him, he's going to bless you for that. And you're going to get through and everything's going to be okay in the end because you have the hope. And that's the whole point of this book, From Heartache to Hope. It's the reminder that when you have Jesus, we have hope through him. Guys, I want to tell you about an amazing thing that you can be a part of. 
this year. You want to be a part of a cause greater than yourself. Operation Christmas Child is a project of the Christian International Relief Organization Samaritan's Purse and is the world's largest Christmas project of its kind. The mission of Operation Christmas Child is to demonstrate God's love in a tangible way to children in need around the world and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I've gotten to take part in some special deliveries of these boxes around the world, and it has been a life-changing experience for my family and myself, and it will be for you as well. The mission of Operation Christmas Child is to demonstrate God's love in a tangible way, right? Delivered into the hands of children through local churches, every shoebox gift is an opportunity to share about Jesus Christ and God's love. Since 1993, Operation Christmas Child has collected and delivered more than 198 million gift-filled shoeboxes to children in over 170 countries and territories. And this year, we hope to collect enough shoebox gifts to reach an additional 11 million children. Will you join Operation Christmas Child this season? By packing shoebox gifts or building shoebox gifts online, anyone can pack a shoebox. Individuals, families, churches, students, and groups. And packing a shoebox is a great way to teach kids about thankfulness and giving back to those in need. During National Collection Week on November 14th through the 21st, shoeboxes will be collected across the country at nearly 5,000 drop-off locations. This is a milestone year as Operation Christmas Child expects to collect and celebrate its 200 millionth gift-filled shoebox since it all started in 93. Visit SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. That's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to learn how to pack a shoebox or build one online. Again, that's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. One of the things I love is you close every chapter with a note from you, right? So you're telling the story and then you send the reader on with some thought provoking, like just really more devotional thoughts. And at the end of the chapter, there's actually a chapter titled June 7th, 2017. Mm. That's why I wanted you to tell what the significance of that date is. And you're going to read it in greater detail as you read through the book. But can I just read what you wrote? Would that make you uncomfortable if I read a little bit? No, you're good. This was a note from Anne on page 51. God is real and God is good. When I experienced the worst day of my life, these were the foundational truths I clung to. From the beginning, Satan tried to convince Eve that God was not good, and he still tries Mm -hmm. to slip us the same lie in our times of loss. When our hearts are ripped open in pain, the enemy of our souls shoots his fiery arrows and tries to convince us that God does not have our best interests Mm. at heart and that he's not good. It can be easy to believe these lies, not only because we are vulnerable, but also because our experiences seem to agree. Mm. That's really true. But more real than the enemy's whispered lies is the reality that God draws near to our shattered hearts. Mm. In his goodness, he enters our pain. I've heard it said, what if the point of Job who experienced a great deal of pain. What if the point of Job wasn't why God allows suffering, but how God is present in Mm, our suffering? 
At the worst moment in my life, God spoke <clears throat> to me and asked me to trust him. He promised to help me through it. He did not turn his back on mm. me. He came in even closer. Mm. In the days that followed, he did the same for each member of my family. Yeah. Safety and healing are found in trusting in God's character mm. and his word. No wonder the enemy tries so hard to keep us from it. And then you close with Psalm 34, 17 and 18, which I love. The righteous cry out mm. and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those contrite of spirit. I love that. that those words will preach, and, mm. and they are. They're already speaking to people. Zach ordered a copy of the book tonight. Oh, thank He's you, uh, in Millbrook, Alabama, That's and awesome. he said, I lost my dad to cancer on Valentine's mm. Day of 2020. So Your song really made an impact on my life lately and has helped me through these days, which is crazy to think about that people are being ministered to by a song mm. that they may not even have known <clears throat> was, was partially yeah. inspired yeah. by the story. Absolutely. And yet it's resonating mm. deep with it because think about the lyrics of the first verse, yeah. right? Mm. Are, are you past the point of weird? Is your burden weighing heavy? Yeah. Is it all too much to yeah. carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Mm. Like it, it really does carry your story, yeah. but maybe without the names and the Absolutely. faces and the dates yeah. and all the colors that this book now unpacks on a deeper yeah. level. So thanks to Zach. Uh, he said he can yes. really relate Thank to losing you, someone Zach. close, and he was sorry to hear about your brother, mm -hmm. Jacob. That's really sweet. Um, you already sort of touched on this. We said, how do you continue to hold on to the joy you have, especially mm -hmm. when the devil tries to come at you from all sides to steal your joy and put fear into your mind? So <laughs> that's why I read that section of the book. In reverse order, that section is the answer Absolutely. to his question. So really powerful stuff. I got to say, too, last night we did a, an in-person book signing. That was so fun. The coolest little bookstore. It was so cute. In Franklin. It was cute. Franklin, Tennessee called Landmark yeah. Books, right? <clears throat> and we had people come from all over. They showed up. We hardly had any notice. Like, I think it was maybe mm -hmm. a week they'd been talking about it. They had about 150,000 people showed up, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, but it was so <clears throat> cool. And there were all these little <clears throat> kids showing up to meet <clears throat> Ann Wilson. All it these little really girls. Sweet. There was one girl who showed up from two hours away. Yes, with the doll. And she had a doll dressed she like an astronaut. astronaut doll because she, like, she knew that I love space. She so knew much. your story Isn't already. Isn't that cute? What does that mean to you? Like, seriously, I don't even have words. What I can't even like process what God's done. Like, it's amazing, and I'm so grateful that you know when I well, first of all, when I started as an artist, <clears throat> my goal wasn't to reach young people necessarily like my goal was literally just to talk about loss and share with people because that's all I had experienced but to see now how little girls are coming and supporting my music and looking up to me is the most precious thing and it melts my heart because I remember being that little girl and looking up to Lauren Daigle and other female artists so to now be the girl yeah. that people look up to is so special because I did not expect yeah. that I didn't plan that I really just was putting out my story of loss to the world and hoping it impacted people so, and then now we've started Hey Girl Nation and we're starting these amazing <clears throat> things to continue to just, you know, spread the word of God to all these young women. And it's been really cool to see. Well, as a dad of two daughters, like I can speak directly <clears throat> to that as well. Just like the need for positive mm. female role models in their lives Thank as well. You. So really it made my heart so happy to see all these dads. Aww. There was a, a soldier he was yes. in his uniform. Oh, that was he, so sweet. And he got off of work. He lived in St. Louis. 
Isn't that insane? Came, got drove, off work early and drove his little girl to Nashville Which is for the chance hours? to take a picture with you. Like six? That's five hours. Five, five hours Something away. Like that. It's amazing. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> so grateful. So I, I thought that also, was Also, I got to make a point. I'm signing my full make last point? name because he was making fun of me. So Okay, so let's see how your name be, has changed okay, here. Okay, okay, yeah. Here you go, guys. So she's, look at her signature. So some of them are going to have W and then some of them are going to have Her signature is, is growing right before eyes. There you go. So some of you are going to actually get the full last name. Yeah, because someone made fun of me about it. No, I don't want to give the whole story away. We obviously want people to read the book yeah. to hear how you went from being um, an astrologer, astronomer. <laughs> that was a joke. To go how you went from having a passion to become an astronaut to yeah. now sitting here yeah. celebrating the release of the book and having <clears> – <throat> you know, people drive hours to come and meet you yeah. because they love your music yeah. that much. Yeah. Like you landed really a special. long way away from yeah. the dream you had as a kid. Yeah. But I think we can both agree that you're exactly where yes. God has I'm so you. Grateful. When people read the book, yeah. you're going to get to like hear the incredible, you're going to get to read about the incredible story of how Anne sang for the first time. And how that caught the attention of Nashville and now has led you here. I really don't want to give that part of the story away tonight. No. We shouldn't, right? But I do want to – not to go to the end of the book, but I do want to talk about <clears throat> something that just came to my mind. This book, like, is so special to me, but specifically the last chapter of the book. You've read the full book, right? Oh, the last 100 times. chapter is so special to me. And talk the, about it. You read it. <laughs> I just processed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really feel like the end just so much sums up the goodness of God, and it will make you cry your eyes out. I was reading the audiobook, which also came out today. Yes, um, which you which you read yourself. <clears throat> which I read it, and I went through, and that was really hard to like keep it together and not cry my eyes out. But I read this last chapter, and I just had tears filling up in my eyes because. It's such a testament to the goodness and faithfulness of God. That's awesome. And it's a really, really beautiful yeah. story. And so when you guys get this book, you need to go read the last mm -hmm. chapter and really like soak in. I mean, obviously read the book from the beginning to end, but it's really special. But see, me. that tells me so much that like <clears throat> if your book is moving you, mm -hmm. right? Like we same yeah. for our music. Like Absolutely. What, if we write a song that doesn't speak to us. How can we expect it to speak to other people? Right? Yeah. It's got to come from a real place yeah. in our lives and in our stories. And I just have to say, I'll brag on you again, but like the way that Ann and I met, I do a lot of songwriting with young artists who are coming up. And I got the opportunity to begin sitting with Ann mm -hmm. uh, when you first came to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And um, the real deal is somebody who comes in and is willing to share their story and say, here's my why. Here's what I want my music yeah. to be about. I want it to be unapologetic in what my faith means to me, which is really how a song like my Jesus was born. Like, because you wanted to make that statement. Yeah. And then I'll never forget you sharing the story about your brother, <clears throat> Jacob, <clears throat> as we were sitting there writing. And I was so struck with how honest and sincere you were mm. willing to be mm. to some people who, you know, like you invited us in yeah, to your story. Absolutely. And I and you say that from the stage sometimes. You're mm -hmm. like, tonight I want to invite you into my story. Mm -hmm. And you do that every single night. And people feel welcomed into your story. 
And I think they're finding a way to get in touch with their own story yeah. as well. You mentioned Hey Girl Nation <clears throat> too. I want to just touch on that. Yes. HeyGirlNation.com. Yeah. You go there after you go to PremierCollectibles.com slash my Jesus. Slash my Jesus to get your autographed copy. Uh-huh. You're almost done, by the way, which is perfect because we're about to wrap up. So you literally have Amazing. one, two, three, four, five, five more copies to sign. And I have a feeling you sold way more. So we're going to have you signing throughout the night and throughout into the, the morning. Into, okay, into sounds the good. Morning. I love it. So you're going to have to like <laughs> feast on munchkins and keep your energy up. But um, out of this desire to like really connect, especially with young women and young girls remind them who they are you have a song on the radio right now yes called hey girl, hey girl. i'm so excited about it Tell we wrote this song together yeah what's the heart behind that song well we wrote it together i think we wrote it after my jesus we did feel like yeah in we 2020 did. and um i had just gotten to know matthew and jeff pardo which we were the three that wrote my jesus we wrote no place at home together which is another song on my record and um i really was just kind of sharing with them like what i was going through and I feel like all young women, all women in general, but specifically young girls go through some sort of struggle with their identity and remembering who they are in Jesus. And I would just been going through such a struggle with my insecurity and just letting Satan tell me who I was and following the ways of the world and realizing that nothing was going to satisfy. And, um, and so that's really when we, uh, you said something about let's write a song called Hey Girl and really speak to women and of all ages about their worth in Jesus and kind of an identity song, but more than that. But then when we wrote the song, it was so special. But then it felt like there was so much more to the song that we could really do. And so we put it out on the record. I didn't think it was going to be a single. We ended up putting it out on the radio. And then now we created Hey Girl Nation, which I'm so excited about. I can't wait to see where that's going to go. But it's a platform that's really just for all women. And we have so much planned for the future with that. So it's going to be awesome. Devotional content, ways of keeping, building community. (laughs) We're picking uh, a Hey Girl. Is it a Hey Girl of the Month that we're picking? Yes. Highlighting And hearing their testimony. Hearing their testimony. That's been amazing. Awesome stuff. Uh, Before we wrap up, I want to – we're going to give you one more gift. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Hannah from Williamstown, New Jersey. A lot of New Jersey, Hi, I which know. is interesting. I wouldn't love expect it. the people of New Jersey to love someone <laughs> from Kentucky. But this, as we get towards the election, to see this kind of unity coming together. <laughs> oh, my God. East meets west. North meets south. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah, for showing us what it's like. She wants. To, what's your favorite Bible verse and why? Go. Oh, 1 Peter 5.10, which is in this book. It's my brother. It was my brother's verse. He wrote it. All over his room on note cards, we found it after he passed away. And it says, and after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace will himself confirm, restore, and establish you. Super That's special. awesome. Abby from Dunlap, Tennessee says, uh, what do you like about being a singer and what what do you hate about being a singer? Oh, so, man. Uh, since Abby, that's disqualified because you, you asked two questions. but No, I'm kidding. What do you hate about it? Hate's such a strong I word. I don't hate anything. What do you dislike? I don't hate anything. I love what I get to do. I think that it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know. It's hard. It's hard being away from family. It's that hard traveling. It's hard, yes. It's hard not seeing your loved ones a lot. But it's so beautiful knowing that, um, like, I wouldn't do this if it wasn't for God. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do any other genre because at the end of the day, I know I'm doing it for God and his kingdom. And it's that's good. what makes it worth it. Yeah. Uh, Maya from White Salmon, Washington. Thank you. Just want to get. Wait, her- what's it called? White Salmon, Washington. That's I, I awesome. I keep people are making these up. 
I don't know if that's a real place. Oh, man. Uh, Naomi from Iowa Falls, Iowa. Awesome. Uh, Hi. Is, uh, she wants to know how hard is it to become a very popular Christian artist? Very hard. Can we just say that? Uh, let's see. Um, we already talked to Vinny from New Jersey. Yes. Christina, Lacey. We want to give a shout out to Kimberly from Chambersburg, <laughs> Pennsylvania. That's Hi. a real place. I've heard of that. What would you say to someone who struggles with the loss of a parent? Well, I feel like we've touched on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure. Um, definitely Kimberly, which these people already purchased the book. Amazing. So Kimberly, like Thank specifically, you. we want Thank to say you. a prayer for you that mm-hmm. as you read through these pages that the Lord will speak to you in a powerful absolutely. way. Yeah. Riley from Galesburg, Kansas. Shout out to you. She wants to, Riley wants to know what's your favorite song. How about what's your favorite song on the record other than a song that's been on the radio? Closer to God. Closer to God. I feel like you answer that differently mm-hmm. different times. I do, but Sometimes right now you that no song is like home. my lifeline. I love that song. What about God thing? Love God thing. God love thing. Mamas. Mamas. Closer to God is, I would say, the most emotional song on the record there other than go. a place like home. So if you and haven't just, heard that, go yeah, listen to it. Yeah, and it just it's just a song that still speaks to me in my like i yeah. still play it for encouragement for myself it's awesome you know what i mean it's one of those songs that it'll probably forever be one of my favorites there's not so. a bad song in the bunch and they can go listen to that album uh everywhere yes. yeah are it's you working on new now. music i am yeah christmas music Chris- wait can we tell people i don't know we can, right? But kind of. You might have something, some music coming out. Like that's very what I soon. Say. Very soon. Yeah. Right? Let's see. Bob from Chicago, Illinois. Bob! I love Bob. Do you know Bob? He makes me those uh little chocolate or he buys those chocolates for me, the records. You've seen those on my Instagram. Bob. Bob, he's amazing. He What's comes up? he's been to eleven of my shows. Bob. And he gets me these chocolates from this place where he lives. We like and he that. put they're shaped like a record and they have my song titles on them. Well, Bob. He just came to a show in Kentucky the other week. And look at Bob getting a shout so out. Sweet. That's awesome, Bob. Bob. You're Thank the best. you. What if it's a different Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this it guy's is. like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> what if there's there might be two Bobs? <laughs> it might be. In Chicago. But he's from Chicago, so if it is you, Bob, thank you. Uh what did it feel like? Michael from West Lafayette, Indiana. That's a real place I've been there. What did it feel like to have? Yep. Uh, It's where Purdue University is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did it feel like to have the entire Mm -hmm. K-Love Awards audience on their feet and singing My Jesus along with you uh, when you sang at the Fan Awards? That was amazing. Right. That was a really, really fun moment. I think what was my favorite moment was looking down and seeing Lauren Daigle sing my song. What? And she was the first person to stand and everyone else stood. She was a little out of tune. I was standing near her. (laughs) She did not. (laughs) Right? That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, that was amazing. Let's see. Uh, You actually had one person from uh, Kentucky say hello. Hannah. Amazing. Hannah from Kentucky. Chloe from Indiana. Tyler from Minnesota. Catherine from Wisconsin. John from Fork River, New Jersey. So many New Jersey people. Yeah, I love New Jersey. Do you? I do. It's a beautiful place. We love New Jersey. Uh, Okay, one more gift for you. Celebrating the release of Ann Wilson's brand new book. She's not just a singer. She's not just a planet, uh, a a planet person. What's that called? Astronaut? (laughs) What's your favorite planet of all the planets? Saturn. Saturn. Why? (laughs) It's just so cool. It's just so cool. It's amazing. There you go. That's a famous quote. I feel like I just heard like Abraham Lincoln giving one of his speeches. It's just so cool. All right. Here's one more gift for you before we sign off. 
And speaking of gifts, you can go to premiercollectibles.com slash my Jesus. And you can pick up not just one copy, right? They can pick up multiple copies, can't they? <laughs> you can get multiple copies for gifts Wait, for this holiday season. I got to pause. Yeah, we got you something. Chick-fil-A gift card. We got you chick- the Christian I chicken. I love Chick-fil-A. Dunkin' and Chick-fil-A are my two favorite things in all the world. I'm so excited well, about this. We want to. We know Thank you're on you tour. So much. We want to make sure so you're sweet. staying well-fed. Uh, one quick note on that Chick-fil-A gift card. They are closed on Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not the official sponsor of this book signing, but they yes. could be. And Come on, be sure to give us a call. <laughs> so uh, premiercollectibles.com slash myjesus. After this airs, you can still go there. And um, we have done a lot of research actually on the book. And we have found scientists have proven that they fit perfectly into Christmas stockings. They do. They are literally the perfect stocking stuffer. So you can buy 20 copies for you and then 19 of your closest friends. Or maybe you could (laughs) split it up and it could be, what's 19 divided by two? I can't. (laughs) Or you could buy some for your enemies. That's a great right. Choose kindness. Uh, So if you like live in New Jersey, you could buy something for someone in Kentucky or vice versa. Good. My goal was to make you laugh. Nailed it. it. Ann Wilson, great job. Thanks to everybody for watching. Thank you guys so much. And we're so, so so proud of you and so excited. The best is yet to come. God's going to use this story and this book. And he already is. But um, just today is a very special day Mm. because it's the beginning of an exciting chapter of how God's going to use your story in a whole new way to speak to people. So thank thank you you guys for watching. Thank you guys so much. Y'all are the best. Thanks. Hey, that is our show for today. I want to thank my guest, Ann Wilson. Be sure to pick up a copy of her new book, My Jesus from Heartache to Hope. Uh, She is one inspiring individual, and be sure to check that out, okay? You can uh, find more information at, go to the official podcast page, matthewwest.com slash podcast. You can click the link and uh, get your copy of the book. Get the book wherever you get it, all right? Go to Amazon, whatever, you know? She recorded the audio for the audiobook, too. So if you want to hear her reading the book and you like to listen to books that way, go for it. Hey, I know this was a little bit of a different type of episode, but we'll be back again next week and uh, can't wait to share more stories with you in the weeks to come. Be praying for us as we get ready for the fall tour. The band is in rehearsals. Uh, We're excited to get on the road and to come and see you. We hope you'll come and join us in November. Then there's a few shows in December, or you can come and see us in December in Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee, for our special Come Home for Christmas event. And be on the lookout for a brand new song this Friday. That's it, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, last thing, Pop We. Have you signed up to receive our weekly devotionals yet? I sure hope you have. Go to popwe.org today. We'd love to join, have you join the thousands of people around the country who are already receiving a weekly Devo. We're about to begin a really cool campaign where we're giving a gobble away in the month of November. We're on a mission to raise $40,000 in partnership with Samaritan's Purse to feed 
hungry people, to feed people who are in need of a meal this holiday season. You can find out all about that at popwe.org today. All right, go make the most of the one shot you get. Be inspired by Anne's conversation today and be reminded by the story she shared that life is short, life is brief. We want to hold on to the ones we love and we want to hold on to every single second that God gives us in this life and make the most of it. It's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week. Seriously, I, I, I do.